Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. So Bill Connolly has come out with his SP Plus ratings for the 2023 season, and we have looked through all now 133 teams in college football. Welcome to Sam Houston and Jacksonville State. But we've looked through, we went through all the rosters ourselves. We didn't trust Bill. We wanted to make sure those returning production numbers mm-hmm. were correct. Um, so, Ryan, I Did know you guys were, find that were... one guy on Akron that he didn't account yeah. for? Yeah. 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 Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I Good. did. I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, we, uh, no, but we did look through it and, and just picked out a few teams that, that stood out to us for one reason or another. So, Ryan, who's your first team? Sure. Yeah. My first team was, uh, it was Texas at nine. Um, I was kind of a little surprised. I had to do a little bit of a double take there. It's like, Whoa, Texas that high. Um, Texas being yeah. overrated to start the season. Why yeah, did that make enough. you double take? Right. Yeah. Fair enough. This isn't just rankings though. This is like some metric no, I, that I'm you're supposed kidding. to go by. Right now, but they, Hey, they're coming off an eight and five season. So you don't think top 10 ninth uh, when you, when you see that, but you know, they're a prime example of how, you know, your, your record doesn't always indicate the strength of your team. All five of their losses were by single score, one point loss to Alabama, if you remember that. And they only won two of those types of games. So they were they were better than the record indicated, and the, all the metrics kind of showed that. So for them to make the jump to nine, at least in these SP Plus rankings here, it really isn't too big of a leap uh, from where they were last year. So kind of considering and looking at the numbers and taking a deeper dive, not too too shocking, but just that immediately kind of hit me like, oh, Texas top 10, hello. But yeah. Their defense actually surprised me to be ranked so high, 16th in this rankings. It was good last year. Yeah, I I guess it it was, you know, you just kind of heading into that last season, it was a a big question mark. So it kind of shows a little bit of a jump there for them. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, next we have Michigan. That was the the first team I was looking at. And they're, they're third. And this is the first season since Harbaugh's been there where entering the season, they are a bona fide national title contender, not like a contender to make the playoff or, or to maybe win the big 10, but like to win the national title. I mean, last year, as it turned out, they were of course, but entering the season, we didn't think that. Um, But yeah, so they're, they're third. This is their highest preseason SP plus rating since Harbaugh got there. Like I said, their previous high was sixth in 2016, but that was eight points behind Alabama at one. Now they're, three points behind Georgia at one, at least in these SP plus ratings. I don't know if the betting market would agree with that, but, uh, and they're one point behind Ohio state. So, so yeah, a uh, legit national title contender. And the reason that they're so high is obviously a great season last year, but they're fifth in the nation in returning production, which is pretty rare for a team that was as good as Michigan was yeah. last year. Right. Usually you're losing a bunch of guys to the NFL, but, uh, they have good amount coming back. And that also counts in some high quality transfers they brought in. Yeah. Three Big Ten East teams in the top five here. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Penn State at fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first team that I, that kind of jumped out was TCU, Texas Christian, 19th, um, third in the Big 12 behind Texas and Oklahoma. They're going to be kind of a fascinating case study here for these metrics, just because, you know, two years ago, they finished 81st in SP, five and seven record. Last year, they just had that perfect storm of you know quality transfers, new coach, senior quarterback Duggan coming into his own, um, a bunch of close wins. They ultimately finished eighth in SP Plus after losing the national title. But now they're 
118th in returning production. They lose the Heisman runner-up in Duggan, a first-round receiver talent in Quentin Johnston. Um, and you know their transfer class coming into this year, it's 25th. It, it's good, but not like earth-shattering great. Add into the fact that the Big 12 is very balanced. Um, I looked at of their nine conference games. Looking at SP Plus, BYU is the worst, and that's 62nd. The other eight are in the top 50, so no real slouches there. Uh, I just, I'll be interested to see how if they can actually live up to, you know, a, a 19th rating here. Yeah, BYU is no slouch either. They're they're usually can put together some good seasons. So yeah, all right, that's interesting. Um, all right, my second one here. I kind of just took to let that like I look at the the gap I noticed between Alabama and Penn State. Um, that four and five, that's the large, that's the largest gap between any two teams kind of slated next to each other in these rankings. Um, so you got Alabama at four, Penn state at five, there's a 3.1 point gap there. So, you know, the next largest gap between two teams is 1.8 between Washington and Texas A&M. So that's a pretty significant difference there. Um, at least according to SB plus, this is at this point, there's, there's at least a clear top four, you know, the Georgia, Ohio state, mm-hmm. Michigan, and Bama. And right after that, that 3.1 dropped to Penn state. So, I mean, it's not a shocker um, that these teams are kind of like highly rated. they generally are, but um, not, not, and also another not shocker is these are the only four teams that are um, those top four are the only ones that are in the top 10 of both offensive and defensive SB plus rankings. So uh, just, I just kind of thought it was interesting that, you know, heading into the year, it's like, okay, those are top clear top four, at least according to SP plus. Yeah. Hey, at least we got one more now. Now last year it was a clear top three and yeah. the season. It was Alabama, Georgia, Ohio state. Now Michigan is, is right there. So, yep. Um, all right. Next team that stuck out for me was Kansas. They are 57th, which, you know, may not sound great. Um, so SP plus has them 3.1 points better than an average team which I think is their best start in over a decade. So pretty great for Kansas. Yeah, that's From not bad. Two, 2010 to 2021, they averaged being 14.3 points worse than an average team. <laughs> and Lance Leipold has just quickly turned them around. Um, what I'm most intrigued by is their offense. So last year, they finished ninth in SP Plus offense, and they returned more production than any other offense in the country. They're number one in offensive returning production. Um, but still, SP Plus is projecting a regression. They project the offense to be 30th, which in some ways makes sense because you know you, when you're projecting for 2023, you don't just look at the 2022 data. You also take into account two, three, four years before just because it makes predictions more accurate. But I could see the argument that in Kansas's case, Leipold has just brought about such a culture change and offensive coordinator Kotel Nicky brought about a scheme change to where maybe they're track record kansas's track record should be de-weighted like their yeah. 2021 season 2020 20 de-weighted more than than an average team so i think their offense is probably getting underrated by sp plus or that would be my guess you mean less miles offense weren't killer uh wow you're going uh you're going back yeah no yeah. that's i guess that's what yeah that makes sense no yeah. they weren't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right i had to think for a sec because he was the coach before this right? i know because you when you first <laughs> said it i'm like he wasn't right before Leipold, it had to have been no. David Beatty yeah. was before him at Les Miles. That yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. The next one uh that was might be a surprise to people out there is Texas AM. They're 17th. And I just think people out there kind of 
you know, they all know that they flopped last year after the high expectations went five and seven. They actually finished 35th in SP plus. Um, and then, you know, early in the off season, we heard how they had the exodus of transfers, which is true, but to be fair, most of them wouldn't necessarily be major contributors this upcoming year. Um, they're actually top 10 in overall returning production as we sit here today. Uh, and I think they should also benefit from having Bobby Petrino as their offensive coordinator. You know, he's as good as any, and you would think he could kickstart the offense after their woes they had last year on that side of the ball. And the defense was already good. Um, they yeah. finished 18th in SB plus should be, you know, good or better that this year. In fact, I think, Oh yeah. So preseason SB plus has them as the third best D going into the year. Um, so, you know, at first blush to me, this seems kind of like a fair spot for them, but I could see why the casual fan, you know, might think they're they're overrated here based off last year. Yeah, that's definitely it's going to be interesting. They're they're a team you could easily talk yourself in. I mean, just taking a step back, like you say, the casual fan, maybe they're right. It's just like, no, they were terrible last year. Sure. Like, why would yeah. let them prove it to me? But then you're right. If you say, OK, I trust SP plus evaluating the defense. There's not a, a crazy amount of change there offensively. You could easily Is see it, SP plus yeah. underrating their offense because it doesn't know Petrino coming in and, and could, you know, not that he's like Lincoln Riley, but should right. be better. LS 2023 LSU, well, 2022 version of LSU, 2023 version of 2022 LSU. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Makes sense now? Makes sense I now? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. Uh, all right. My last one here. I kind of have another point that I want to. Sh- a, tr- a question I want to ask you guys after, but this one was Colorado at 94. I mean, hello, that's a pretty darn low. I know they were one and 11 last year. That's and, and they, they were, not they even. were the worst power five team by <laughs> far, by they, far. Stanford's below them uh, in these rankings. Uh, so last year. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. But no, no, this coming year, into the, no, this year coming into the, no, year, I'm saying, Stanford. I'm saying Colorado. Oh, yeah. Was right. The worst yeah. Power five. Yeah. Team Colorado. Last year. Yeah. They were 124. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting our years all mixed up. <laughs> all right, um, yeah. So ninety four, that's real, real low for them. I mean, you know, for a power five team, but I don't know. I I just don't see them being that bad. I mean, Shadur Sanders, Travis Hunter, they got some major talent coming in, and just the revitalization and the re-energizing of the program. I feel like it's just gotta be worth something. You know, the, there has to be some kind of uh, how do you? I don't know how you measure that on SP plus rankings. You know. Uh, how do you mm-hmm. put that in? But I just feel there's got to be some sort of culture shift that's going to benefit them. So I don't know. I'd be surprised if they were, if they ended the season 94th. I hear you. Yeah. It's, I think SP plus, I think Bill is still trying to work out how to deal with the, the era of the transfer portal where you just right. completely turn over a team. Cause like last year and he has adjusted yeah. his, I, I don't know how exactly, but he's adjusted his, his formula since last year. But, but last year it was USC was the team that was, mm-hmm at least right. clearly in hindsight and and you know even in in advance they were clearly too low because for instance like when he treated Jordan Addison and Caleb Williams coming in i think he just looked at their production and just added their production to the formula you know returning to USC when it's like you can't just factor their production you have to factor in that they were really freaking good you know <laughs> like, yeah. or so it's he's still working on that but i think he's improved this year but colorado is a tough one so many transfers yep very all right well speaking of of colorado they uh stole kent state's head coach (laughs) sean lewis to be their offensive coordinator which shows you the difference in in 
you know, resources between the Power Five and the G Five. You, you you leave a G Five head coach. Well, that's why Mac, those Mac schools, well, they always offer the position coaches of you know Power Five schools. They don't usually get the offensive defensive coordinators to come be their head coach. That's it's just not exactly. not the deal. Yeah, in a lot of cases, it's a, it would be a, a demotion, at least in in terms yeah. of money. Um, so, yeah, Kent State dead last, hundred thirty third in SP plus. And so when Sean Lewis was hired as as Kent State's head coach in twenty eighteen, they had been to two bowl games in the entire history of the program. Sean Lewis went to two in four years and had great offenses, great quarterback play, but you know he him leaving has just caused a mass exodus from the program just with key play it's not like a texas a&m exodus like you said trey where right. you know they lost a lot of talented guys but none of them were really or at least not you know there weren't a lot of starters right that were leaving at all that is not the case for kent state they lost starters they lost their quarterback colin schley to ucla they lost basically every key contributor key contributor on offense to mostly power five schools um, they lost some good guys on defense too. So yeah, their 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 offense is projected to be 133rd worst offense in the country. Just crazy after everything that Sean Lewis yeah. had built there and how how good they were. That now they're the they worst. Can turn offense. around fast, and positively and negatively. Yeah. All right, my uh, my last kind of point here is I was looking at the ACC and you got Florida State and Clemson, and then there's a gap. Um, you know, we've grown so accustomed to you know, the ACC being Clemson and then the rest, you know, every year, you know, someone would jump up, but, but Clemson almost always pre- prevailed. Florida State, though, this year, starting the year on par or better with the Tigers, they're 11th in SP+. They're going to be one of the most hyped teams this offseason, probably going to be top 10 in the polls um, since they returned the most production in the nation. They got Jordan Travis back, who played well. They finished with 10 wins. Uh, you got Jared Verse back on defense on the line, so that should be a, a, a strong D. Um, but then you got Clemson right behind; they're at twelfth, and kind of after a you know a semi down year for them, they should be pretty good if Klubnik takes to the new offensive coordinator Garrett Riley's offense. Um, but I mean, I guess the the point I have though is after Florida State and Clemson. Using SP Plus, the rating, the next closest team would be North Carolina at 28th, but they would be a seven-point or more underdog on a neutral field. And then after that, you get to Louisville, who would be a 10-point or more neutral Mm -hmm. field dog. So obviously someone could close the gap, but going into the season, it's setting up to be a battle between Florida State and Clemson. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, at least it's it's like you said, there's now two teams at the top of the ACC rather than for a long time it was just one. Yeah. Um, but let us know um, if you're listening to this on the audio version of, of this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we've got additional videos there. And before we week. go, I have a trivia question for you guys. Oh, fire away. Yes. Uh, so, well, it's it's according to these SP Plus rankings here. Which team do you think has the largest gap between their offensive and defensive rankings? Mm. Yes. Well... I was going to say USC, but their defense probably isn't bad enough in these ratings to be the biggest. You'd be correct. Not quite bad enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, North Carolina. No. Got to be pretty not, big. Not gap there. Though. Not there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got about, I got like, I think I went six deep or seven deep and they weren't there. What do you mean by that? Well, because I went from the bottom to uh, all the way to the top, just kind of like checking out, literally doing the numbers in my, you know, 
rankings and i saw one and i'm like oh there that's nobody's gonna beat that and then like oh man oh, okay. another team beat it and then another team beat it. i'm like oh geez there's some some shockingly high numbers here hmm can you tell us if it was a good offense or a good defense <laughs> there's both but the, oh, the team okay. well how about how about san diego state they actually aren't even relatively that high on iowa no, they no. are yeah i have the number one defense and 81st yeah, offense yeah, so there's an 80, but there's one, two, three, four. There's five teams wider of gaps. Wow. Yes. Whoa. I, did, uh, I know. I was shocked by this when I looked through it. I'm like, whoa. It's kind of crazy. It's, they don't right, just, so the number this, one team, is it a good offense or a good defense? It's a good defense, but not like a defense that would be like, oh, yeah, they're very good. It's, right. it's, it's, it's kind of like a surprise. It's weird. It's it's an ACC school. <laughs> lost ACC. some transfers. Lost their coach. Good. Well, uh, actually, they didn't State? lose their coach. They didn't lose their coach. I apologize. The year before, they did. Uh, oh, um, Virginia. Virginia. Oh, yes, it is. Tech? Oh, I stopped you. You said Virginia. And I Vir- thought you were stopping Virginia. there. It's Virginia. Uh, they Virginia. are number one. They have uh, their, yeah. there's a 99, 99 differential there. They're 120th in their offense, but 21st. And their defense. Wow. Hey, which is surprising. Yeah. I don't see their defense being, they lost some transfers there, lost a really good corner to Florida State. I'm not sure they're going to be that good, but it's crazy. 99. I didn't think Virginia would have a wider gap than Iowa. How's Iowa, how's Iowa 81st of their uh, offense? Like, how are they not worse than that? <laughs> well, they got Cade McNamara. I mean, although, yeah. And Eric Hall, and yeah, but they're not great. Yeah. So he yeah, had Virginia well, was number got, one. Okay. Okay. And then, you had uh, SMU was 90 point differential. I think you can figure okay. out which side of the ball is the strength on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston, 88. Arizona oh. was 88. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then this last one kind of surprised me. Good Air offense, Force. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Air Force was had eight, uh, 87. They okay. had a 31st wow. ranked defense couple couple in there i wouldn't have wouldn't have right some of my first guesses obviously yeah i was surprised when i went through it and i saw those and i was like oh man it was i also wouldn't guess there would be a 90 90 spot gap well yeah because when i originally started this whole thing it was because i saw northwestern and i was like okay now i want to go through and see who's got a wider thing than northwestern northwestern 75 point differential so i thought their defense would be their defense just just took such a huge drop yeah yeah yeah, their defense is 49th, so it just wasn't, you know. This would be interesting for some episode to just go through the biggest differentials of the past yeah. decade or whatever. You know, there's got to be some Texas Tech teams on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good point. Who, who had some really – Hawaii, sure. did they, they have a really great offense? And maybe, they probably maybe, did. Yeah. West Virginia, maybe? No, nah, I don't know if they had bad enough defense. I'm just trying to think of really good offensive teams. But what about yeah, Nebraska yeah. And back in 2009? when they had sue but then their offense was just the offense i don't know if it was that <laughs> bad though but yeah anyway, well but i mean right. their defense was probably like top three that year and then yeah so you know the offense was probably around 100 now i'm wondering if we can check this fast enough who was what was the biggest gap last year at the end of last year mm. Ooh, i mean man. usc obviously had to be pretty big gap yeah but not their defense wasn't bad enough i know their defense wasn't like 120th yeah so it's it could be like arizona it could have been yeah you know, that, you know? That, that something like that would make sense or maybe it is look. smu oh well, you guys look go for it 
actually could be Iowa. Yeah. Could be Iowa. Mobile on mobile. You can't check SP Plus on mobile because oh, really? it just doesn't load yeah. right. Anyway. Yeah, you have to request the desk stick. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got to get out of here. Yeah. We'll end it there. But uh, thank you for listening and watching on YouTube. Be sure to comment below. Comment below answering these questions that we were just trying to figure yes. out. Um, and yeah, and subscribe. We really appreciate it. So again, thank you for watching. And we will see you next time.